The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Welcome to The Career Confidant, and good afternoon if you are tuning in live. If you are downloading the podcast, as many as you, of you are following along here, thank you for doing that. This is your host for The Career Confidant, Marie Zimanoff, and I'm so happy that you've joined us today. And today we are looking forward to 2015, really thinking about what we want our career to look like in 2015. And one of the reasons that I started this show is because I know a lot of people out there and a lot of you who are listening really feel like your career is put back in your court, if you will, and managing your career has become your responsibility and not not something that your company may really be helping out with anymore. And many of you are, are still unemployed and don't have a company that could take care of your career anyways. And so that's why I started this show, to really help us manage our own careers in today's economy. And so each week I share my experience helping thousands of professionals advance their careers and I bring in some industry leaders to provide career intelligence to help you stay ahead of the curve and moving towards your goals. Well, of course, that assumes that you have some goals, right? And so we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about as you maybe have some mental space over the next couple of weeks, whether your company takes a little bit of a break or, or you get some kind of downtime, or you're just starting to think about, what do I want it out of 2015? I want to talk about those goals and some of the ways that you might go about setting those goals so that you're setting yourself up for success. And if you'd like to ask a question about your career, career advancement, job search, or resumes, you're always welcome to call in live at 866-472-5790, or you can email me, as as most of you do, at marie, M-A-R-I-E, at astrategicadvantage.com with your questions. And so let's kind of revisit here. The, the first show I did this year in 2014 was about the difference between goals and New Year's resolutions, right? And you might be thinking about, oh, I want to create or want to set a, a New Year's resolution. And so let's talk a little bit about that. What is a resolution? How is it maybe the same or different from a goal, right? And I don't think many of us really think about this when we 
talk about setting a resolution, but I went and just looked up the word resolution. What does that mean? And it's interesting to kind of pick through all of the different types of definitions to resolution, but there's words like answer or solution or the process of resolving, right? It's kind of that idea that we're going to solve a problem, that resolution, right? It has solution right there in it. And the other type of definition talks about an opinion, right? A formal expression of an opinion. And that might be like a legal resolution, right? And so looking at that definition, none of those words are particularly appealing to me when I think about what I would want for myself and what I want for you when you're setting goals. So I don't necessarily want you to think that you're going to have an answer, right? To me, that kind of gets to this quick fix. And, you know, stereotypically people talk about, oh, you know, the man in the relationship is always trying to solve the problem when maybe someone just wants them to listen. Well, maybe we're doing the same thing to our problems, right? That we're just trying to slap a Band-Aid on there. This is going to be my quick fix for the year. And it never really works out, right? The other part of that, an opinion, it's not really that strong, right? And we might think about that it's a resolve and that's a good thing. Maybe we have a resolve to do something and that's good. So maybe that's part of the word that we could use, that we're going to resolve to do something. But setting that we're going to resolve to do something, we're going to strive towards something, isn't really very focused on the goal itself. And so then I went to thinking about, okay, so if we don't want to set necessarily a New Year's resolution, how might we look at that differently? And I'm going to use one of the simple explanations or simple examples here as we go through today, thinking about weight loss, right? Lots of people make a New Year's resolution that they're going to lose weight. Does it really happen? Most of the time, no. So let's think about how we could make that better. First of all, and I love this, this came from uh, Chuck Hancock, who was on our show as a, as a guest back in January, is thinking about the idea of intent or intention. And so we might have this great intention to lose weight. But as we all hear the sayings, right, good intentions don't necessarily mean anything. And I think that idea of intention in kind of a deeper way is very important. Just to think about what is most important to you in 2015. And we all are going to have something different. And that's okay. And I think sometimes trying to deny what's important to us gets us in trouble too. So be real with yourself here. What's important What's significant? I've seen everybody using that word lately, and I like it, right? Instead of being urgent, be significant. Thinking about what is going to be significant in your life next year. What do you want to make significant? Now, it may be that losing weight is something that you need to make significant in your life next year. 
that losing weight is going to be important to your health, to your success in family, personal, professional arenas. Or maybe that that's just something easy that we're grabbing onto because everyone else is, right? So I think before we even set any kind of goal, resolution, intention, it's really thinking about what's going to make a difference for us and why are we setting it in the first place, right? And so if we stick to our weight loss example, that why, why you're setting the goal can make it much more important, can make it much more urgent and make it much more significant to really connect yourself with this is why you're setting that intention and that it is significant to you and why it's significant to you. And that part of kind of the big picture goal setting a lot of times gets lost in this time of year but can be a great way to think about ourselves a little bit differently. So if we're looking at our career, what are we going to make significant next year? What significant change do we want to make? What do we want to do that's going to make a difference? Where are we headed? Where do we want to go? Right? Those are all big questions. But without that kind of idea and maybe a little bit of unconscious, subconscious mental effort towards that, we might end up setting goals that really don't matter. So this might not be something that you sit down and write, might not be something that you put too much effort into, but just to put it back there and in the thought of why might you be setting a goal, what's your ambition? So we've talked a little bit about resolutions, kind of this fuzzy thing. We talked a little bit about intention, right? And that's your aim. It's that what you intend to do, the aim, the plan, the overall goal, if you will, a mental state that represents commitment, if you want to get into the Wikipedia definition. But it's really about maybe even a little bit about process and mental state that you've made a commitment to something. And so you can see that these things are all coming together, right? The, the resolution is our resolve to do that thing. The intention is our mental state, our commitment to doing that thing. And let's talk a little bit here about goal. Because, of course, goals are what most people talk about. And a goal obviously tends to be more directed, right? It's the line, marker, it's usually some kind of measurable goal. And when you look it up online, you find a lot of things about the, the finish line, right? There's some tangible point when we've got a good goal. There's a defined aim, desired result that's set up with that goal. And so all of those pieces are going together. And one of the the sayings that that I love talks about dreams. It talks about goals 
And, you know, sometimes people will say a, a goal without a deadline is just a dream. Some people will say a goal without a plan is just a dream. But I don't think there's anything wrong with dreams either. In fact, dreams might go back more to that intent that we were talking about. And dreams really bring in the emotion part of it, right? You can set goals all you want, but if you don't have any emotional tie to those goals, you probably aren't going to make anything happen, right? And this is key to any marketing that we do. We know we have to appeal to our buyer's emotions. Well, if you're going to buy into your own goals, you're going to have to get yourself emotionally invested too, which gets back into that why, right? So if you're going to lose weight, why? What is it that's going to be different emotionally when you lose weight? And you'll see a lot of a lot of stuff out there on that, right? And, and people talk about creating a dream board and it, it's just pictures, it's just visions. And a lot of times people leave it at that and, and guess what, that doesn't really help you out much. Sometimes, yes, there's this mystical thing that you automatically get some of those things that you wanted, but that's just the start and we'll talk more about that. But if you have this vision, you have this dream, that's definitely a part of this process because that will bring in the emotional investment that then we can tie into the plan around your goal to get you where you want to go. So we're going to take a break for just a few minutes. We're going to come back and talk about putting some of these things together, right? Your dream, your intention, your resolution, and your goals. And I'm going to go through a few different ways that, that you might brainstorm and come up with some goals for your career and personal life professional development in 2015. So we'll be right back in just a few minutes and keep talking about goal setting for 2015. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. America is heading over a fiscal cliff. Home prices are still receding and unemployment growing. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio, Voice America Business Network. 
tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we're talking about goals for 2015. And what do you want to accomplish with your career? And of course, there's other things that are going to come in here in personal life in 2015. And how can you set yourself up to achieve those things or to at least come close, right? As you, as you move forward in 2015. And this is one of the things that I think, especially in our career, but even in our personal life, right? When we set goals and we continually don't achieve them, we develop what we call in the psychological world, learned helplessness, right? We feel helpless because we can never achieve what we want to achieve, And over time, that does horrible things to us, right? And we've been using the example of weight, so let's keep it there. If I over and over set a goal to lose 10 pounds in 10 weeks, and over and over I don't achieve it, eventually I give up, right? I feel helpless. I'll never lose the weight. It's never going to happen. And typically what happens when I get to that point is that I stop trying and things get worse, right? I gain more weight. I get more unhealthy. And for me, I somehow figured that part of it out, the weight part of it out early in life, that that could not be a New Year's resolution for me. Managing your weight, especially for me, had to be a daily thing. Or at least an every two or three day thing, right? Where, oops, I did really bad yesterday. Today, we got to rein it back in. And that goes back to me to that idea of intention. Because my intention for my weight is not necessarily to lose weight. My intention for my weight is to stay healthy to stay active. And those two things mean, of course, that hopefully the end result will be to control my weight. But for me, those things were more tangible and I had more control over them, right? I can control what I eat sometimes. (laughs) Or I can control how much I exercise And those things can help me control my weight. So a lot of it's how goal setting works for you and in what way you find you're able to motivate yourself. And then part of it's going to go into what we're going to talk about today, just in different ways of setting goals. Biggest thing for me, and we'll talk about this as we get on here, but thinking about what's 
in your control, what's realistic, all of that is going to come into play here as we start setting our goals. And, of course, we want to maybe stretch ourselves a little bit, push ourselves a little bit, and it still needs to be realistic, right? So I'm going to go through some of the different ways that I've heard people talk about setting goals and just provide some options for you so that if you are thinking about trying to set some goals for 2015, you can pick a process that might be best for you. So one of the first ones that I hear people talk about, and for me it's always a little bit too much, fits really well for other people, so it might fit for you, is thinking about that big, hairy, audacious goal, right? People talk about the BHAG, big, hairy, audacious goal. What's your big, hairy, audacious goal for 2015? And some of the questions that might help you think about that if this appeals to you and you've got something usually percolating to the top really quickly if I ask that question and and it appeals to you, if I could wave a magic wand for your career next year, what would be different? If you had all the money in the world in 2015, what would you do different? The thing you want to do most in 2015 would be. And so it, this works for you if there's one thing that just, bam, right? Something you've always wanted to do or a step that you've been waiting to take for a long time and you know it's time. That big, hairy, audacious goal. Now, dream boards can be good for this, right? If you have this big goal and going to find some things to visually represent it for yourself, can be a great way to to do that to create a visual picture so it's not just that mental picture in your mind right a visual picture of that that big hairy audacious goal for 2015 if you have that goal and you want to set that goal keep that in mind Because we'll still want to revisit it, break it down as we go through some of the steps in our next segment around goal setting. But for those of you that that speaks to, it's probably BAM, right there. My big, hairy, audacious goal for 2015 is to get picked up by Oprah, whatever it might be, right? I'm not a big Oprah person. I don't think that that would work for me. And that was one of my past colleagues' big goals, right, was to to get on Oprah about her books. That is a big, hairy, audacious goal, right? Awesome. So if you've got that percolating up, hold on to it, write it down, and then come back and listen to that the second, well, I guess it's the third segment here, and we're going to talk about some of the details. Now, some of you might say, I don't know, nothing's coming, right? I don't have this big, hairy, audacious goal. Well, that's okay. That's not how some of us work. And so 
there's other ways that we can think about setting goals. One of the goal-setting exercises, and this comes from the the REACH branding folks, and it's in some of the materials that William Arruda and Kirsten Dixon, Dixon came out with in their Career Distinction book, but they call it the Mother of All Goals exercise, right? And it's more of a brainstorming exercise where you're going through everything that you might want to achieve next year and you're just getting it all down and you might go through your career goals all of the things you want to achieve in your career and it doesn't even necessarily have to be that you want to achieve it next year but just kind of getting all those top of mind things all of those wish list maybe right wish list exercise of all of the things you want in your career. Maybe you want to do it personally, financially, family, health, or, or personal growth, spiritually. Right? You could go through and just brainstorm all of the things that you've been holding on to. Right? All of these things that float through your head of wow, you know, I really should do this or should do that and we're going to should all over ourselves and then we can come back and talk about what we really want to do later. And we can just get all of that down, right? Mother of all goals. You might put them in a Word document. You might type them in the notes part of your phone as you're doing things this holiday season and you just think about, oh yeah, this is something else that I've been wanting to do. Collect them all. Get them all together. And then, of course, we've got to start prioritizing. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And you might do that by going through and saying, you know, these are the things I want to accomplish this year. These are the things that I want to accomplish next year, 2016. Or you might say, you know, these are the things I want to accomplish next year and then I'll revisit it then might have a huge list and for some people that might be overwhelming and if you like to just get it all down there have it all out there that might be a good option for you now if that sounds overwhelming and you just might have too much and and you know that we can't achieve everything right in fact we probably want to have maybe three to five goals for the next year then that's where I might start What are five things that you want to accomplish next year? And those are wants. So five things you really want to accomplish next year. And then you might go to three things you feel like you need to do. Those might be the shoulds. They might be the same as the five, or it might bring in some new ones. You've got your five gottas, or five wannas, five wannas, three gottas, Feel like it got to do it. And that gets you down to eight, right? And then you might pick one to start with. One to use for the planning activity that we're going to go through next. What one thing do you really want to do? Might come from the gatas. Hopefully it comes from the wanas, right? Depends on where you are. But thinking about that one thing that you really want to accomplish next year. And we're going to talk about when we come back 
how we can turn that into a goal and really think about setting ourselves up for success in 2015 with that goal. So we'll be back in just a few minutes and we're going to go through some goal setting tips, goal setting exercises to help you really refine that goal for 2015. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business in the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Kless. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The Soul of Enterprise is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. tuned into the career confidant with marie zimanoff if you have a question or comment for marie or her guest today please call 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 you may also send an email to marie at a strategic advantage.com now back to the career confidant Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and today we are talking about goals and setting some goals for 2015. Tis the season, right? And so we've talked a little bit about resolutions, intention, dreams, and goals. And they all have their place in the process, right? We've got to dream about what we want to do, get that bigger vision, have that intention of how it fits into our life, make the resolution that we're going to make, change, implement whatever it is that we want to do, and then kind of boil it down into the goal, an action plan, if you will, that make it a little bit more tangible and, and tactical to make it happen. And so we've talked about some different ways to come up with these goals, right? Whether you've got this big, hairy, audacious goal that's out there and, and you know that you need to go and do it or you want to brainstorm and think about all the different things that you want to do and then work it down and prioritize it or you want to think about 
in a smaller scale, right? Maybe the, the five things you want to do next year, the three things you feel like you got to do, and then that, that one thing that you want to focus on as we work through our goal-setting exercise. So the first thing when you have a goal, a specific goal that you're looking at, and if you've got 10 goals for next year, you want to do this for all of them, which usually means that it might be too much, right? You might work through a few before you revisit that list of priorities. And create that vision, right? How will it be different when you do that? What will it look like? And vision is often people's most challenging thing. Because sometimes our vision is non-existent. We can't see what it's going to look like. Or sometimes our vision is too aggressive or unrealistic. So again, going back to our weight analogy, we might think of, you know, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. So if I can envision that, and a lot of people who haven't ever been thin can't even envision that, right? Or they might have an unrealistic vision that is out there in the media, and that unrealistic vision is going to make you feel unsuccessful because unless you're going to hire a personal trainer and get some plastic surgery, that vision is unrealistic, right? And so we've got to come up with a vision that's realistic and, and I want to say visible, but that's just not the right word, right? Because we're talking about a vision, but it's, it's, you can see it when you close your eyes. And again, this is when people go to pictures or dream boards or, you know, people have a picture of a car that they want. And maybe it's a picture of you from five years ago when you were a weight that you were more happy about. And that's your vision, right? It's not the, the model out of the catalog or magazine. That can, be, that can just set us up to not be successful. But it's something that is realistic. And so career-wise, you might be thinking about, you know, in 2015, I'm going to get a promotion. Or if you're like oh, all of my other clients and it seems like the in- entire professional world right now, I'm going to get a new job, right? Or I'm going to get a raise. That's great. And we want to look at what can we build as a vision for that that's realistic. And that we can see. What's our vision for that? So if you're going to get a raise, you're going to get a promotion, what does that look like? Can you see it? Can you see yourself in that new position? Can you see yourself holding that check? And people talk about it a lot and you know it maybe if you've never been in that space it doesn't doesn't seem like it works. But I play basketball. And one of the things that I know is that when I let go of the ball to shoot if it, when it leaves my hand I don't think it's going in usually it has a lot less chance of going in, right? When I leave, when it leaves my hand and I think, ooh, that was a good shot, does it always go in? No. But it has a much better chance. Because we can see something 
we make it a reality, right? It's not this magical, mystical, ooh, it becomes a reality thing. I, I don't follow that line of thought at all. I do believe that if you can see something and you positively visualize something, you're more likely to make it that way. And if you're visualizing it negatively, you're more likely to make it that way, right? does take some action, take some effort, either way, good or bad, and we get to decide what we visualize. Does it mean we'll always hit the mark? Of course not. But if we're visualizing where we want to go, we have a much better chance. So that's the first step of goal setting, is to create some kind of vision for yourself. Now, it doesn't have to be this mystical woo-woo thing. It doesn't have to be a dream board if you don't want it to be. It's really just that visible part of your goal. Being able to really see what it's going to look like when you get there. And if you can't do that, then we've got to keep working on what the goal looks like, right? And so that might get into more tactical stuff, right? You might think, okay, so I'm having a hard time getting this vision. So let me think about getting more specific, right? And when you hear people talk about goals, they always talk about SMART. Specific being our first little part of this acronym. If you can't envision whatever it is, can we make it more specific? So if you're thinking you want to get a raise, but you can't envision what that's going to look like, go out and do some research and come up with some numbers. Then it will be a lot more specific and visual. visual. You want a car, but you can't visualize it. Go pick out the car you want, right? Make it specific. Make it visual. You want to get a promotion, but you're not quite sure into what type of position. Mm, only way to make that happen is to get more specific. What is it that that looks like? Then you might think about, of course, the measurables. How can you make it measurable? Salary research talked about that that's going to do it people do this with weight right easy when I lose 10 pounds with weight I can tell you real easy you don't want to lose more than a pound a week right if you set your goal to lose more than a pound a week you'll probably not be successful long term might lose some more at the beginning depending on how much you have to lose but long term it's not going to work out that well because eventually you're going to hit a plateau and all of that can work itself out if you set your goal around one pound a week. With our career, we have to think about what we can do in terms of making it measurable. How are you going to measure success? And a lot of times that goes to breaking down our goals. Right? I'm going to follow up more. Well, what does that look like? Are you going to respond to emails within... 24 hours are you going to you know respond to phone calls how can you make that more specific and more measurable then we get into some of the action planning or making it attainable right what actions is it going to take to make that happen and then thinking through will or won't those work for us so we've got some of a plan there that's starting what is it going to take to make that happen? What are the actions I have to do to make that happen? 
And then the resources. And oftentimes I think this is the thing that people forget about when they're setting a goal. What resources are you going to need to make that happen? What who people learning might be training how are you going to use the resources that you have to achieve this goal? Because it probably isn't going to happen by yourself, right? If you're talking about getting a promotion or getting a, a salary increase, you're going to have to involve other people in that process. And if you can think about the resources that you'll use, whether that's research whether that's your own accomplishments from the year that you're going to share to get that promotion or, or raise, there's going to be resources involved to make that happen. So plan those out now. And then, of course, you've got your timeline. When are you going to make this happen? So if I'm thinking, okay, in the next year... I know that one of my things that I need to work on is making sure that I, oh, what do we want to choose here? So I, I'm going to say that I'm going to make sure that I'm doing regular communication with my network, right? We all know that our network is one of those things that if we don't take care of it, we lose it. So let's say that. We're going to, we are going to, communicate with our network well let's get a little bit more specific and let's say that I am going to create a list of 20 people that I think are most critical to my career path or maybe we want to say less than that whatever number works for you and that's kind of our measure right and then we might think of our actions so I'm going to connect with these people once a month. And maybe that is the number of people I pick are the people that I can connect with once a month. Or I'm going to connect with these people every other month. I'm going to go to coffee. I'm going to go to lunch. You could decide what actions make the most sense for you. Resources. So I might need to plan a budget if I'm going to go to coffee or lunch for with these people every month or every other month, right? Obviously, I've already decided who those people are. Might want to decide what tools I want to use. Am I going to email them? Am I going to call them? Do I have all their emails? Do I have all their phone numbers? Right. This is the detail of making a goal reality. Otherwise, I just say, you know, next year, I'm going to stay more connected to my network. And by June, I'm going, oh, no. I need to stay more connected with my network and I haven't done anything in six months to make that happen. Eh, I guess it's not that big of a deal. Oops. So that we've got this package of what we want to do and it's specific, it's measurable, it has outlined actions, it uses our resources and it has some deadlines. It has that time sensitivity to it. And that piece of our goal setting is very detailed, it's very granular, and for big picture people like me, it can be a little bit too much. But if we don't do it, you end up not doing anything, right? 
Because it's those specific things that are going to make your goal a reality. It's those specific things that make it a goal instead of a dream. And if we're not doing those things, we have some trouble. Now, on the flip side, those of you who tend to be more detail-oriented in the beginning, you're going to have to work harder to find the vision. You're going to have to work harder to make sure you're connected to the why. To have that picture. Otherwise, you get all these great details, and maybe even you start working through them, and then you lose steam. You're like, why did I lose steam? Or maybe you accomplish them, but you don't really accomplish the goal, right? You do all of the actions, but you don't really accomplish the goal because you didn't have that vision. And it can be very good for us to partner with somebody who has that opposite strength during this exercise of goal setting and really have them help us, right? If you're a visionary, get with your most detail-oriented friend. Say, hey, these are my visions for next year. Will you help me come up with the action plan to make it happen? Or vice versa, right? If you're that detailed person, hey, these are some of the actions that I want to take next year and I think that this is what I want to get out of it but I need to make sure that I I know why I'm doing it right that I can really think about what I'll get out of it and why I'm doing it and you can have that conversation with those other people So we'll be back in just a few minutes and we're going to tie up some loose ends here around setting goals for 2015. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. It's a sad fact that fraud is rampant in today's business environment. The headlines scream about once prestigious organizations falling victim to or crumbling due to the consequences of fraud. How do you keep fraud from affecting you and your business? Tune in to Fraud Talk with host Chris Marquet. Chris has over 30 years of fraud investigation experience, business intelligence, and is a renowned security consultant. Chris and his guests will inform you and help keep you from being the next statistic of fraud. Tune in Mondays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. tuned into the career confidant with marie zimanoff 
If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant as we discuss goals for 2015. And just want to kind of review here that we've talked about the difference between goals, resolutions, intention, dreams, and that they all play a part. We've talked about different ways that you might come up with goals, whether you've got one big, hairy, audacious goal or Maybe you want to brainstorm all these things you want to accomplish and prioritize. And then we've talked about some of the processes of really defining that goal in an action plan to the point where we've got the vision. We know why we want to accomplish it. And for some of us, that will come first. For some of us, that might come last. And then we've really gotten specific about what it is that we want to accomplish, how we're going to measure success, those actions of what it's going to take to make it happen, the resources, people, tools that are going to help make that happen, and then that timeline. And if we can do that and and create that goal, we'll start to get a picture of what it's going to take to make this happen. And we might have to adjust. Right? I think a lot of people, and I've been in this place myself at times, we don't want to set goals because maybe we don't know what next year might bring or we've got something looming that might change everything. Well, goals can change. Right? When you get new information, you adjust. But if you don't set anything, you set yourself up to not accomplish anything, right? It's that whole idea that if you don't have a map, you're not going anywhere kind of idea. And so we set the goals based on the information that we have and the best vision that we have. And that's okay. And then we've got to think about, and I love some of these and they're more challenging questions to ourselves. But what are your escape doors? When you don't accomplish what you want to accomplish, what have you been doing? And there obviously are times in our lives for everything, but what do you use as escapes from doing what you know you should do? And there's a lot of fears. And so we might think about our fears or and or we might think about the escapes. Wherever you want to start. Usually the escapes are a symptom of the fear. And so we escape. And most of the time, when we don't achieve a goal, we can trace it back to either not having any kind of a plan, not having any kind of a vision, or not being aware of our fears or our escapes. 
When you have that vision, it's much easier to bring yourself back to it. But if you can get some idea of why you run and where you run to, you can stop those things a little bit faster. And then what problems might you anticipate? Maybe outside of that fear and escapes conversation, what other problems? What are those things that might be looming? And does it make sense to come up with contingencies for them now? Or just know that they're there? Right? I might set a goal to get promoted, but I know that my company's been thinking about doing a restructuring, or I know that there's been talk of moving some people around. And it might create some opportunity for me, and I can work towards that. And it might be something that I keep my eye on in terms of, am I ready to move if I need to move? Sometimes those goals run very parallel and nice, right? Those two goals are parallel. If you're thinking about moving internally, keeping an eye on what your company is doing and realizing when you might need to prepare to move externally, you're going to be prepared if you're preparing to move internally. Sometimes they might not, right? You really want to get promoted internally, but you're not sure what's going on with the company. We might create some contingencies there. Might just keep an eye on that as you're working through your goal. You might think, oh, I really want to get a raise, but I know that I'm going to have to have this conversation with my manager. I'm going to have to do this. And that might be just part of your action plan and actions that you're going to take to solve those problems. Or, you know, I know that my manager has been worried about this part of my performance. Right? Well, great, perfect action plan to make sure that I can achieve that goal by taking this action now. And then when we've really thought about our goal and what we want and what the vision is, what some of the actions are, how we're going to make it happen Then we also might think about, okay, who's in charge? Now, if you were doing a group goal setting, of course, there might be many people that could be in charge. With these, it's going to be you. But I would look through and make sure that as you've set your goals, you've set things that you have at least some influence over. So you obviously can't give yourself a raise, right? That might be your goal. The action plan underneath that, those things, those pieces, those actions are things that can be within your control. Then, of course, if we don't achieve the goal of getting a raise, we've worked towards something and probably achieved some other little milestones in there and maybe prepared ourselves to make the case for ourselves the next time, to know what we need to do to make the case for ourselves next time, or possibly to be ready to move outside the organization if that's the way that we're going to get that raise, right? And knowing our why and how that fits into the bigger plan will help us decide when to make those choices. But be careful of setting too many goals and too many actions that you don't have responsibility for, that you don't have control over, 
or knowing who will be responsible for that and how you can get them in as a resource on your team. So as you're setting goals for 2015, I hope that you'll think about the different ways that dreams and goals and resolutions all fit together and creating some kind of an action plan so that when you get to the end of 2015, you can see the work that you've done to get to where you wanted to go and avoid feeling that learned helplessness, to feel successful, to feel accomplished at the end of the year. And to do that, you've set up these processes and plans. As always, if you'd like help in doing that, you can email me at marie, M-A-R-I-E, at aastrategicadvantage.com. Happy to give you feedback and to talk about how I can help you in moving forward in your career. And we'll be back next week. We're going to talk about some of the trends in 2015 in the workforce. And I look forward to seeing you right back here next week on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then.